עיר הקודש. And um, lecture about the portion of the week according to uh, America, according to outside of Israel, because in Israel right now they are reading um, a different parasha than what we are reading. But it's uh, very important that we're going to get into parasha Naso. The parasha Naso has a lot of subject, a lot of subject that we can talk about. And one of the main one is the Sota, Ma'amara Sota. They talk about Sota. And to explain about the concept of Sota, uh, we need to understand what is a Sota. So basically, the rules are like this from the Bible, from the Torah, in the fourth books of Moses. If there is a woman that her husband feel uh, that she might not have been uh, loyal to him, uh, and um, then give her the drink from a water that been mixed with the erase of the name of God, erase of the name of God, and within the water, and by she she gave birth to a boy, and if he's uh, uh, lying, it can create damage, even it causes death uh, to that woman. Of course, different opinion on that. But the main idea is, what is the concept of uh, Sota, and what is the secret about Sota? What is truly the secret about Sota? Because I'm sure that we all agree that the Torah, our Torah is a beautiful Torah. We have, cannot just come to tell us about some story about a woman who cheated on her husband. Of course, we are going through the rules how it used to be in the time of the temple. But something which is coming from the endless lights, something that's coming from spirituality, cannot end. It lasts forever. So if we find out that something end, meaning all of a sudden we see that, uh, well, it was true only for uh, a certain time, because we don't do it anymore. I mean, there is uh, no high priest or, or, or temple uh, in Jerusalem that people can come and drink from that water. The Quran will mix it with the uh, name of God to touch Amit, and then when she drink it, then... Uh, um, she would give birth to a boy. <laughs> Even if she would never able to give birth to her children because of that she would get humiliated of being uh, condemned or, or being uh, uh, told by, by her husband that maybe she was with another man. Uh, because it wasn't true, then God is rewarding her for that shame with all those uh, wonderful gifts. So, of course, whoever listened to the story got upset a little bit. Is it the same when a man is doing it? Well, the Talmud said in Masechet Sota, if the man is not loyal and is kind of suspicious so that his wife is not loyal, that combination is not working. It only can work if uh, both of them are loyal to each other. And what about if her children are not loyal? Is that going to work? No, it's not going to work. It's only if everybody in the family is perfect and righteous, and she's not, and she's lying, because the, the coin take her aside and say, listen, uh, I'm about to humiliate you in front of everybody that you cheat on your husband or to go through that process. Do you really need it? And there's another way to deal with it. Just admit that you guys are not going to be together, and that's it. Everybody go to their own way. But here, she said, no, none of that ever happened. And she said, none of that has ever happened. Then she has to go to this procedure 
that uh, command to the Jewish people by God in the Torah. She has to do that. Then we should drink it. If she lie, problem happened. If she is telling the truth, a child will, will happen. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a very uh, important uh, thing that we need to address. In the, in the, uh, I'm gonna go and connect into uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, doesn't seem important by all people. Uh, because it's kind of um, seemed too religious, too fanatic. So I remember there was a story, um, you know, when a woman, um, you know, get married, usually she cover her head that uh, the growth of her hair will not go all over. So most, most people, most women, most men think it's because of religious reason. I mean, because when you don't know the essence of the um, spiritual act that you are doing, then you always will dwell on religion. What is religion? I don't have the answer and I'm just going to do whatever it is. Or religion, I have faith in God that this is right and I'm doing it. That's not so bad. But if you just ignore the reason of your action, unfortunately you're going to end up doing things, but you're not exactly connect to the meaning of it. So... I'm going to try to break it down to you today from the Zohar. And I'm reading from Zohar, Tfus Yashan Kuf Kaf A, 125, Amud Bet. So it says, that the men and the women have to be Bnei Zug. Bnei Zug means soulmate, that they belong to each other. And the, and the Zohar mentioned that that's uh, like, uh, like the Geffen, like the grapes, like the veneer. What is about the veneer? What is about the veneer? It, it's not mixing. But again, the girlfriend Poria, the architect of the house, so a woman was bringing more branches, more fruit, meaning more children, and um, that, that, that the woman is not looking for attention somewhere else because she knows she was married to a soulman. Why, why people cheat? Why people have a need to cheat? Where does the thought of cheating come from? Look what the Zohar said. Some women feel they have a need to cheat. Some men feel they have a need to cheat. Why? Because they feel that the person they with wasting wasting their time. Wasting their time because they look for something more from life. And they feel there is misunderstanding, communication, or they connect more to the body, which is more physical or sexual, which is klipat noga. And every person is feel that what whoever is with is not enough, and that's why they have to do something about it. Now, it's a. I'm going to continue. Unfortunately, a man suffers from panic attack and anxiety attack if he's married to a woman who enjoy to allow their hair to be outside, meaning not covering their head. And I want to go back to what I started with, you know. So I remember um, my wife covering her head. 
And sometimes people ask why? Is it for religious purposes, meaning for the reason of, of uh, other men should not look at you or something like that? Well, it's not the reason for that. That's not the reason. And it's, it can serve that purpose as well. Look what the Zohar said. Modesty in the house, even there she cover her head. When a woman tries to be more beautiful by showing her hair outside, if she's married, she causes uh, uh, the house never to have fulfillment. If they have money, they will not enjoy it. Uh, if they don't have money, it's because of that. So a woman is in charge. If she has boys, her boys will not be that important in, in that generation. And she broke also entity into the house. Why? Just there. Now, does that make sense to you, my friend? Does that make sense to you? I mean, if you're women and you listen to me right now, you say, it's not fair. It's not fair. For the men, he just put a little fabric here, yamaka, and for us, it covered the whole head. I mean, after all, what is the most beautiful part for a woman when she feels beautiful? I grew up with three sisters, so I think I know. It's how beautiful their hair look. A bad hair day is the worst day for a woman. A good hair day is the best day for a woman. So why? Why? Is it, is it, is it God has nothing else to do and he decides to punish uh, 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 the woman? And uh, we need to understand that. And why it's, I have to mention it in Parashat uh, Nassau? which is Parashat Asota. The Parashat talk about a woman that might be cheating on her husband. After all, when she come in front of the Kohen and she said, I didn't cheat, the Kohen has to open whatever cover her head and let the hair come out. I mean, there is a connection here. What the Zohar tells tell us, there is a connection. Look what the Zohar said. How do you know the woman is good? When she's enjoying being in the house with, with, with her man, if a woman decided that she's more happy in the marketplace or in other places, not where her man is, that's when she has want to draw some attention. If you want to draw some attention, what's modern people say, what's the problem with that? Be a little bit more open-minded. Well, it's not so, because the woman is the vessel. And I'm not trying to take a side here and being more chauvinistic, feministic. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of that fight. Who's right and uh, right, left, Republican, Democrat? I don't know. Sephardic, Ashkenaz, enough, enough. I, I don't. I'm not going to go into that fight. So you wanna you wanna find one of my words where I'm creating argument? That's not what I'm doing. Take a section from the Zohar, and I hope you're gonna listen to it purely. You say, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said. There is, in, in Kabbalah, we teach that there is something called Sfat Anafim, the language of the branches. Whatever happened in the non-physical level, what we call the spiritual, the metaphysical level, affecting the physical level. So when a woman opens, open, after she's buried, of course, open her head and she let the hair go wild, after she's buried, then she drawings from an upper level, negative level, a different type of air, which is, and I hope you understand my language with my Hebrew accent. I didn't say air, 
H-A-I-R. I mean, air on your head. H-A-I-R. So, which is the connection of something negative, the drawing energy, and that force, the drawing energy, suck everything out of the house. If it's no money, it's because of that, if you marry. Uh, if it's a problem for the children not to be famous or not to be good, it's because of that. If it's you have money, but you don't have joy, it's from that. So it depends on the woman. So, so even in the house, say the Zohar, uh, a woman have to be careful with that. Now, people listening to it and they don't do that. What are they going to do with that section? Well, what are they going to do? What do you think they're going to do? They're not going to like me for saying it. They say, Leo, you couldn't choose a better Zohar. Well, life is about responsibility, commitment, and discipline. Each one of us can commit for something and commit for the other. I'm not telling you that's the only thing you need to commit. And I'm not going to talk about kosher. I'm going to talk about Shabbat. I'm going to talk about tithing. I'm going to talk about how you need to behave and how much you need to study Torah. Well, the lecture is for people who want to study what the Torah is about. The Torah is not going to tell you just you want, you want to hear because then you don't study anything. You got to study the thing you don't want to hear. Because the thing you don't want to hear, actually the thing that you need to think about. What is growth? What is discipline? What is commitment? Commitment is you start to commit the thing which is significant for you right now to commit. But later on, when you commit to that thing, it does better for you. So what we learn from the Parashat Asota, his portion, is a woman. The woman has power to have her husband life and her children life to be good and bad. Not the man. The man is actually not affecting it that much. And of course, the question that you should ask, why? Because the man from Kabbalah point of view is called Zerampin. Zerampin is meaning it's only mashpia. It's only give the light. But... What will grow within the ground, which is Malchut, which is the woman, that's up to the wife. Meaning the rain will come down. That's the husband. Rain, sunshine, thing from outside. Soil, good soil. But what type of seed uh, you put in the ground, that's up to the woman. What kind of seed? How, how are you going to manifest things? The woman is Mother Earth. You call it Mother Earth. Why don't you call it Father Earth? <laughs> Why, why Ima Adama, Mother Earth? It's to tell you, to, to explain to you, there's a secret here. There's an idea that the woman is the one who gives birth. He's the one who gives birth. Yes, the man can bring all the light and all this and that, but without a woman, that light cannot, cannot be manifest into the right place. So the problem with Isha Sutta, the problem with the, with the woman who's, who's cheating, uh, seem, according to the Torah, more that the man is cheating. Not that the man is cheating is okay, because if the man is cheating and the woman is cheating, that a ceremony will not work. Cheating in general is, is, is bad for both people who cheat, and both for the people that they cheat in all, and both for their kids. Why? Because at the moment that there is a need to cheat, or the act of cheating is happening, you've been invited by the dark side to be connected to those air, you know, the negative energy that want to pull you out. So for a woman point of view, you know, she dressed uh, for her husband or she dressed because she want to draw attention. If she only because she want to draw attention, she's going to get the attention. But not from the right place. She's going to get it from the wrong place. That's a danger. So this is taking us now to a new book that uh, was given to me by a Libyan uh, rabbi that was a grandfather, my grandfather friend. His name is Hamus Ajib. 
used to write to my grandfather. My grandfather was a more in the mystical side of Kabbalah, meaning how to remove magics or or evil spirit if you do have. That's my grandfather. And the Kabusa Ajim uh, was a, a lot about the Torah, a lot of commentary on the Torah. So there's a whole section of uh, of Ibring from the Gemara of Sota. And uh, you say, Rabbi Akiva said, Rabbi Akiva said, and, and the book, by the way, the name of the book, I'm sorry, it said, it's called Kamus Imadi. Kamus Imadi, he said. Kamus in Libyan style, meaning like Amos. Amos, Kamus, like Hamsa. And Kamus is also been, it's hidden within me. It's a very beautiful thing. Be Kabbalist. So it says in Masechet Zota, Rabbi Akiva Omer, V'nikleta, V'nizra, Z'ravi Maita Akra, Nifkedet. So Rabbi Akiva said, what happened to the Sota? What happened to a woman that her husband think that she cheated on him and she didn't? If she would never able to bring, to give birth to a child, she will. Okay? Amar lo Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Ishmael said to him, the bot Tanai, the bot study, so maybe all the women who cannot give birth will start to hide somewhere and the husband will be suspicious that they may be there with a man and when they come to drink from that water they will give birth to a boy all the all the women who are akarot akarot mean a woman who cannot conceive a, a, a baby so she said okay i found the solution i will make my husband think that i'm cheating on him he will take me to the high priest i'm gonna drink from that water deal i'm gonna have a boy it's rabbi shmael ask in uh, so the, the, the Gemara said, you cannot play that game. Why you cannot play that game? You cannot do it for that purpose because then the problem is she will do drink the water and she will not uh, conceive a child. Then everybody will think that maybe her husband is cheating or maybe her children are cheating. They, they, they will, then they will make fun of the Torah. You know, it, it looks like it doesn't work. So for that reason, it, this will not work. This will not work. So... Uh, is taking us, and I'm, I'm skipping it, it's a very, very important section, uh, is skipping us to Masechet Barachot Amud Bet, Lamed Aleph Amud Bet. It says, Today we went to the grave of Shmuel Anavi, someone, the prophet, his mother is Hana. What Hana did? Hana also couldn't have children. She said, I will go and hide. He will say, we cannot do it. You remember the Gemara? I will go and hide uh, I will hide the front of Elkanah, not from a front of Elkanah, a husband. Bali, when you do to make a plaster, and you don't know how to make a plaster, say, please, God, give me children. There is a question on the question. That the Bible says, I didn't say she hide from her husband, like we say that maybe a trick to have children. She couldn't conceive a child. And she said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hide uh, a front of my husband. Same contradiction. So it say that if it's so like that and she is gonna drink water, and he know he never cheated, uh, and so he said, of course, she should drink the water. Then, what's going to happen? So that's what Hannah said. It says, 
מדוע ברא על השם? He didn't say she pray to God, ותתפלל חנה על השם. She pray on God. How can that be? She didn't pray to God, she pray על השם. במקום שצריך לומר אל השם. שמעתי ברבי חוואטו תשובה. חוואטו תשובה, it's another Kabbalistic rabbi from Libya. חוואטו תשובה. Beautiful name. על מה שאמרה חנה, אלך ואסתתר, אני יכולה לעשות זאת. מקווה שלא מחשבו לך במים חד שלום. She said to God, listen God. I really want to hide that my husband think that maybe I have something going on, that I will drink from the water, but I cannot do it. Because the trick here, I have to drink from what type of water? From water that your name has been erasing it. I can do it to you, Hashem. Chaz v'shalom. Ki ידוע העניין הסודה שהכהן יכתוב שם וימחוק במים. ולתת לה לשתות את המים. בגלל זה אמרה אל השם, על כבוד השם שלא ימחה במים. That's why she say, ותתפלל לחנה על השם. חנה pray on God. She didn't want to do it. because she went to pray in front of Eli, and she said, God, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hide from my husband, then he looked for me, then I come to drink the water, and I know I'm pure, you're going to give me a child. So I cannot do that, because please, Hashem, because it's going to be something, but I'm erasing your name, so don't do it to me. That's why a person like Shmuel Anavi, someone, the prophet, who just came from his grave, uh, we can say, come from uh, somebody like Hannah, And why I mention it in Parashat Sota, in this Parashat song, is to teach us there is all this parasha, all, all the Bamidbar, Bamidbar in the desert, is about revealing the concealment. There's always revelation in something. Don't worry too much about, take everything in the Torah or in religion or in spirituality personally. Like, oh, if I'm, if I, uh, if I'm a woman, My beauty is the most important. Don't, don't be silly. Look at the big picture. Look, if God say that to you, there is goodness in it for you. Find out the goodness. Sometimes I say to my kids, sometimes you need to believe before you understand. Sometimes you need to believe before you understand. You start to believe, you're already doing it. And through that merit, you will understand it. I'm encouraged, you know, all women who have been married, you know, to be more aware of those things. Be more aware you can draw energy into your life. You cannot see that negative air that's coming from a metaphysical place. You cannot see it. So that's why you say to yourself, now ask yourself something secret. Why is it that you want to reveal your hair so much? <laughs> Did you ever thought about it? Well, it's look beautiful. La, 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 la. Yeah, but why? Why you have desire to do that? We don't really know why. But you feel beautiful with your hair. But why? You see, when you start to ask the why, you understand there is an essence, spiritual essence to say. It's just, I can't see it yet. I can't grasp it yet. So that's all I was telling you. Anyway, I hope, I hope you heard uh, uh, of what I say. Now, there is another thing of some of you will ask me, um, okay, So what are we doing here as human? What is our purpose? So, uh, I have a wonderful uh, friend, teacher, uh, uh, partner that we studied Torah together. And his name is uh, Rabbi Michael Maor, a wonderful friend. So he gave me a wonderful booklet. If I'm not home, it's from his teacher, uh, Rabbi Avram Brandran, who is the son of Rabbi Yudat Zvi Brandran. And it's a... He, he, he talk about the Ilula of uh, Orachaim HaKadosh. 
להילולה עוף רבי חיים בן עטר. We've been there a few hours ago. אצלי, כתוב על זמן הגאולה, אני השם בעיטה הכי שנה. I'm God, either it will be the right time when the chaos will end, or either it will have happened fast. So we need to understand. So Sanhedrin say, this is contradicting. Is it going to be on time or it's going to be fast? So Sanhedrin, the Gemara in Sanhedrin said, that Zachu, if they bury it, I will make sure it happened fast. If they don't, it will be on whatever it needs to be. And he explained like this. If we look at everything else in nature, Everything else in nature has to go by the right time. You cannot do things faster. A tiger runs the same way that the tiger ran in the beginning of time. That's it. Fish the same. Human being is the only creature that wants to get things faster. If they want to uh, grow trees or almonds or deeds, they come up with different ideas in farming that things will get better. They invented bow to go faster. They have airplane that go fast from land to land. Meaning that the human being can do achishena physically. I'm talking about now, now just physically. They can do achishena by themselves. So Hashem is telling them, you know, that's what Hashem is telling them, to Sanhedrin, okay? I mean, look at it. Let's say a farmer want to grow potato and there is no water there. He will bring water to pipe into the... Bring the water there. That's when he's out of the water. He's bringing the water to that. That's what Avram Brandman said here. And from here we're learning the same thing is happening spiritually. The, the nature pushing a human being to change. A person understands that if he wants to connect to something good, he must get to place where he's Giving. A person cannot just receive. A person has to give as well. And the idea, if um, if a person does not fully understand that it's part of your community, it happens a lot of times to people with a lot of money or fame. They're very lonely. Why are they very lonely? Because they don't need anybody. They have all the money, they have all the fame, they have all what they need. So they're so lonely. And always, they don't even know where they're lonely. But they are lonely. They are lonely. But a person who's simple person, I want to be part of community, I want to give, I want to receive, I want to exchange idea. So, when a person studies spirituality, specifically Torah, it's Achishena. The Torah, the spirituality, push things forward spiritually. The same thing as you bring water, farming, or different things that it push it forward, the same exact thing happens when you do Achishena. So, When you learn about sota, when you learn about, you know, the woman hair or, or what the woman need to do when they drink uh, that water, and it seems kind of primitive, don't, don't think that way. It's not good for you. It just shows that you are not wise enough or you're not intelligent enough or you're not educated enough. Study more, you will understand it. But it takes time to understand it. It takes time to study it. So you just jump and say it's impossible. It's like I tell you, you know what? You see this flour I'm holding in my hand, that powder? I can turn it into bread. And you will say, what a silly thing you're saying. But now you know. But if you didn't know, would you believe me? Of course not. The same thing 
with people who don't study the Torah. You know, they, they, everything seems silly to them. Keeping kosher, oh my God. You want to tell me, by me, eating only kosher is good for my soul? How am I going to prove it to you? How? And what for? You, you're not looking to, to improve. You're looking to prove it to be wrong. And when you're trying to prove something wrong, it's going to be found to be wrong. So it's all about the person. What, what is that you're looking for? Are you looking for to get better? Or are you looking to become more free and do basically nothing because it doesn't make sense to you? It doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't. It doesn't have to make sense to you. Nobody asks you. You know, when you buy iPhone, you say, that I'm only going to use it if I will totally understand everything about it. So the sales will say, it will take you about five to six years to understand it. Are you still want to use it, sir? Are you going to say no? Of course, yes. The same thing with our Torah. So in the Torah telling you, that's the way to have a better life. Eat kosher, cover your hair, uh, do some praise. Say, oh, that's too religious. Who are you? Who are you to tell me that it's too religious? Because you're not? Or it doesn't, it's not cool enough? What is cool? What is cool? My, 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 my call is to commit to go to Nice in France, have some wine, uh, drinking with cheese. That's what I feel it's right. Well, if the Torah said it right, it is right. Not because somebody said God. So if you're into spirituality, the first thing you got to work with, I mean, you got you to make sure the commitment is good there, discipline and stuff with God. After, after you pass through that, we can talk about other things. But if you you come up with the idea to tell me what's right, I'm sorry, I, I don't think a human being knows what's right. A human being is not here to live forever. So going back to Orachaim, so Orachaim said, he said, it's also from this, not this with Pasha, it's from actually Balak. And it says, What does that mean? <coughs> what does that mean? Say, Orachaim. If the Israelite will only do one day shuva, repentance, no more pain and suffering. What is shuva then? What is shuva? Shuva is when you are capable to be sorry for not listening to the way of Torah, which is the way of God. Now, what if what I'm telling you right now sounds too fanatic, too religious? I'm sorry, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But is it really matter if it sounds fanatic or not? Is it really better? Is it really important for you right now? How is it sound? Or it's more important for you, I gotta do some change. I gotta learn the 613 mitzvot and I'm gonna start do some of those mitzvot because God commanded them. I wanna do them. I wanna do them. I wanna take on myself three years to do that. And if this is bring miracles, I'm gonna tell the old people to do that. How's that? Is that the deal? Or are you going to say, ah, I don't believe in it. I cannot believe flour can turn into bread. <laughs> That's such a joke. That's the same silly thing that you say about the Torah, that it's impossible that the one who created the world called God knew what's good for you. He created you, if you believe in it, of course. Yeah. If you don't believe in it, just turn that video. <laughs> what's the purpose of you listening to somebody with a beer and a yarmulke? Think about it. You gotta, you gotta stop making a decision. Who are you? 
And if you're part of God people, if you're part of the Torah, if you're part of spirituality, then I, I, I think it's time to do what's been asked to be doing for improving your life. Otherwise, you are doing what Sota is doing. Meaning, she drink the water, her husband forces to drink that water from the coin. She's not dead. She's not perceived a child because cheating. Do the best you can. I'm not saying if you do the best you can and you fell. Okay, at least you know that you did the best you can and you fell. If you know why, you're not getting what you're getting. So this life is uh, uh, a part of punishment and reward or good and bad. Yes, life it is. Is there is life better than this? Yes. But in a in a beginner level, everything is cause and effect, cause and effect. In the next level, everything is good. But if you didn't do the all 613, you didn't do the all wonderful spiritual thing that you're supposed to be doing, don't expect your life just to work randomly good. There's no such a thing because it's written, Yagata, uh, 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 lo you didn't work for it, you didn't earn it, and you found it to be perfect. Do not believe. That's what the Mishnah teaches. So for me, we learn, you cannot cheat yourself. You didn't do nothing, and your life is perfect? Can't be. It's a lie. This whole thing is a lie. And, and I hope you, you, you heard me. Now, what do we do? Where do we start? What do I, so I told you, if you marry a woman, and you listen to that word, go and cover your head. You don't know what to do? Call Debbie. We'll help you with that. There is a lot of other things that you can be doing. You want to just go with a, what we call the fake Kabbalistic spirituality? There is a fake there. What is a fake spirituality? But they tell you just what you want to hear. You want to, you want to, you want to teacher will tell you what you want to hear, and, and you will say, "Oh my God, I love that teacher. He's kind of talking to my soul." Or you want to have a teacher who's totally you disagree with. You know why you disagree? Because he never knew that flour can turn into bread. Wow. Don't you want to know how to turn flour into bread? Because I do. You have to make a decision. Do you want to stay as you are? And because of that, you're going to be happy with the teacher you meet because they talk to you. I felt like the teacher talked to me. Or you want a teacher to say, I'm totally disagree with that teacher. And that's why I love it. Because the teacher like that can make me learn something new. Ask yourself what you want. They say about the Kotzkerebi, one of the greatest uh, Kabbalist rabbi. They say, I don't want a teacher I agree with. Because the teacher I agree with can teach me nothing. I want a teacher I totally disagree with. Because I know he's teaching me something. And think about it. Anyway, if we talk about teacher, maybe it's time to shift the gear. And uh, and um, going to the Baal Shem Tov, we know that yesterday was the Hilula, the death anniversary of the Baal Shem Tov, Rabbi Israel Baal Shem Tov. And he said, He said, to study Kabbalah, to study the Zohar, like I just teach you about a woman, now you know something secret, Nistar, secret. Why a woman need to cover her head? It's not about uh, uh, just uh, sexual or modesty. It's about something spiritual. So he said, What is the Kabbalistic norm? It's something you cannot understand because it's called Nistar. Nistar means conceal. Like a flavor of food that the person never tasted before. You cannot tell them about it. How are you going to describe? It was so sweet, mixed with bitter. If it never tested, never tested. 
שאי אפשר לפרש לו בדיבור. You cannot explain in the world. בעיקר זה דבר סתר, we call it secret. כמו כן עניין אהבת הבורא ויראתו, something loving God and art toward God, respect toward God. You cannot describe that love, that love is in your heart. לכן נקרא זה אסתר, נסתר, we call it conceal. כי הלא, כל מי שרוצה ללמוד את הספר פתוח לפניו, ולא נסתר. So if you say Kabbalah is a secret, the Jewish mysticism, it's a conceal, it's not true, because the book is available, everybody can open it. ואם אינו מבין, הרי הוא אמר את זה, לפני איש כזה, כבר אב תוספות גם כן נקרא נסתר. If you will say it's concealed because the person is not wise, so you should say also that Kabbalah is also the Talmud. Because the Talmud, a lot of people try to study Talmud, cannot understand it. You should call it concealed Torah. Only Kabbalah call concealed Torah. Why not the Talmud when you don't understand that it's concealed Torah? Or let's say uh, reading some tough book will not call Kabbalah because it's concealed. אלא עניין הנסתרות שבספר הזוהר, the concealment within the Zohar and כתבי הארי and the written of Rabbi Azeglura said about Shem Tov are different. הכל בנויים על פני הדבקות האלוקית. There, the, the revelation of the Zohar to a human being, the revelation of the כתבי הארי to uh, a human being, to a person who studied Torah, is not depends on wisdom. It not depends on Uh, how wise we are, and how clever and how sharp we are in the Talmud, it has to do with how much dvekut, how much truly that person has desire, or she has a desire to be connected to God. She's not busy with, I don't want to cover my head because uh, this would make me less beautiful. That's not my mission, by the way. My mission is different. My mission is to connect to that force that's called the Creator. That's what I'm doing. So the Baal Shem Tov is really him. Help us to understand what is Kabbalah. What is Kabbalah? Kabbalah has to do with Vekut. How much you connect to the Creator. Kabbalah teaches you how to connect to the Creator. Not just how to worship the Creator, which is also, but how to connect in every moment while you worship the Creator. So I found that to be, uh, uh, to be very nice. Uh, I want to leave you with uh, an idea of understanding that A lot of time, uh, when people get in, into a relationship uh, between couple, you know, of course, there's many levels of connection. There's a low level that's called sexual or physical. Um, there is another level which is more connection of intellectual or conversation, mental, let's call it. And there is spiritual, which is the two soul. Now, love can happen in those three levels. physical you feel attraction but that will not last why because the body is not here to last forever it's going to the grave so physical love cannot be last for too long because it's based on something that will not last too long it has to be buried after 70 years or after 86 years or after 120 years it has to be buried that's not the body of immortality like a lot of people promise you that it's not the Zohar says it's not now what about intellectual conversation mental conversation well This can be something that lasts longer, but it depends what type of intellectual uh, uh, we're talking about. Are we talking about intellectual like philosophical conversation that make you look smart, or intellectual and philosophical conversation that mention the Creator, the divine, the angels, the people, and how to be good to one another. A lot of time philosophy is about the, the person, me, me, me and myself, you sound smarter. 
So that, that is half and half. Spiritual or religious or, or whatever you want to call it is when you connect to the creator. So for that reason, the connection between couples that work on spiritual levels is not just about the physical. It's not just about the intellectual. It's now about things that you cannot see. And that's powerful. That lasts forever. The thing that you see don't last forever. The thing that you hear don't last forever because that's part of the body awareness. Body awareness is there to be buried, but soul awareness is there to last forever. It's for, for, forever will last. So the connection you have to have with people has to have a soul connection. It cannot be just physical connection. It cannot be just intellectual connection from philosophical, I'm sound smart. If it's intellectual, let's, let's talk about Torah. Let's talk about different rabbi in the Talmud. Let's talk about different people uh, that, that inspire to do better, better in life. And from that, you start looking around you, what type of friends you have. You have all friends that look good, all six pack, they all look great, and you look great, and you compete, who look better. This will not last. And if it lasts, you're still living a fake life. Now, what kind of conversation do you have? Well, I'm talking about the stock market and how much it went up and how much it went down. And this food is good and creme brulee is not good for you. Don't eat too much vegetables. So it's all philosophical. But if the conversation is about, hey, listen, I read a section that I wanted to ask you about. That's connection is powerful. And then comes the spiritual level, which is your personal commitment for the Torah, for what the Torah said to do, not just to study the Torah intellectually. And that, of course, lasts forever. Lasts forever because it's Satan in the Talmud mm -hmm. that when a person is being buried, money, diamond, nothing will help. Only the Ma'asivatovim, only the good things they did come with him. Only the Torah study come with him. So make, make calculation, guys. I mean, Rosh Hashanah is coming soon. And Rosh Hashanah, we're all crying. Rosh Hashanah is coming in Kabuza Avelul. Three and a half months, that's it. Three and a half months. Rosh Hashanah is when he's standing in front of God and asks for mercy. I mean, you don't want to come empty-handed. Come with something. Start changing now. You know, you change now, and we're all going to do Rosh Hashanah together with beautiful shofar. You'll see a lot of great things happen to you and to your family. Thank you for listening. All the best. Mm -hmm.